I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. I don't know, binge the Mandalorian or date night at the Capitol. It's a toss-up, 3 o'clock at KSL News Radio. I'm Jeff Kaplan, 39 degrees in Salt Lake City. KSL's top story is breaking news on KSL. It now appears there's a deal with education groups on changing Utah's constitution so income tax can fund things besides education. KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ertz is live here at the Capitol with the latest. Lindsay? Yeah, Jeff, I have received a statement from lawmakers that says that Utah superintendents and the local school board associations are supporting this because they say that if removing this earmark for education is approved by voters in 2024, then they will get some funding that's going to be frozen for now. That funding is going to work its way back into their education funding. Now, the language of this change in this bill that was just passed says that the state will use a portion of revenue growth to fund public education. But Democrats like Representative Brian King aren't sold. A commitment to use a portion is pretty meaningless when you think about the fact that a portion can be very, very de minimis. It can be small. There's no commitment here in the language of this constitutional change. Now, the Republican sponsor of the bill, Karen Peterson, vowed they will continue to fund education. Now, if voters approve this change in November of 2024, then the state portion of the sales tax on food will come off. That would happen in 2025. Reporting live, Lindsay Ertz, KSL News Radio. Thanks for explaining that. Our coverage from the state capitol this final day of the legislative session will continue. Stay with us. Meantime, after a judge's ruling in Idaho, a lot of observers have been wondering why Chad and Lori Daybell want to be tried separately. KSL News Radio's Adam Small reports the decision could play heavily in Chad's favor. KSL legal analyst Greg Scorda says if all goes according to schedule and Chad is tried after Lori, this would be a huge advantage for Chad's defense. Greg says Chad's attorney will get a literal preview of what's to come, likely months before they have to go to trial. According to East Idaho News, the judge in the case finally granted Chad's request at a separate trial because of new last-minute DNA evidence and because Lori has not waived her right to a speedy trial. Lori is still set to be tried next month. Chad is waiting for a new trial date. It might not come till the end of the year. Alex Murdoch's lawyers say they're going to appeal his life sentence. Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff Murdoch's attorneys plan to file an appeal within 10 days. Their client maintains he did not kill his wife and son, and his defense team claims prosecutors were allowed to admit evidence of all of Murdoch's alleged financial wrongdoings, and that spun a narrative for the jury. It was about character. It wasn't about motive. So as a result, our options were limited. 
Murdoch's attorneys claim the investigation into the murders was sloppy from the start. The head of the World Health Organization says he's heartbroken after seeing the earthquake devastation in Turkey and Syria. Nothing can convey the depth of grief and loss so many people are feeling. The death toll in the two countries has surpassed 50,000. People who live in the mountainous areas of San Bernardino County have now been trapped in their homes for more than a week. Sheriff Shannon Dykas says Caltrans has been plowing nonstop and even the National Guard has been deployed to help. We are making tremendous progress. I saw this from the air yesterday. The roads are being cleared. There are snow plows everywhere. There is so much snow that some roofs have caved in. Grocery stores are running low or out of food. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Chaleos, KSL News Radio. If you walk your dog in Parley's Historic Nature Park, you'd better have your dog on a leash. Salt Lake City's mayor has issued a temporary order requiring dogs leashed out of fear rambunctious pups will disturb the elk herd. Dozens of elks have been wintering in the park because there's too much snow at the higher elevations. Even if you don't have a dog, they say you should keep your distance from the elk. Hunters will be able to kill cougars year-round if the governor signs a new bill into law. Anyone with a hunting license will be able to hunt cougars, no tag required. While this news has conservationists panicked, Senator Scott Sandel says an increasing cougar population is encroaching on areas where they haven't in the past. A number of my Wasatch Front legislative colleagues were like, yeah, I support this totally. I've got uh, I've got uh, uh, grandkids that live in the foothills, and quite honestly, we're starting to get worried about letting them go out and play by themselves. Sandal says other animal populations have also been thrown off balance. We're noticing a real continued decline in our deer population. The Division of Wildlife Resources wants people to report when they do harvest a cougar so they can keep monitoring the population. Britt Johnson, KSL News Radio. Overcast skies will bring more snow this weekend. KSL News Radio's Amy Kobabe has a look forward. We got a few flurries today along the Wasatch Front, but more of the white stuff is set to arrive tomorrow afternoon. The National Weather Service predicts it'll last through Sunday and bring us one to three inches along the valley floors. We could also get a foot of new snow in the mountains. KSL News Time, 3.05. It's the Friday afternoon rush. Ricky Meese is in the traffic center. First look traffic. Go ahead. A couple of problems on I-215's west belt. Of course, we have this crash at 700 north on that road, and it has the ramps from north northbound I-15. The on and off ramps closed to traffic. You need to stay away from that spot while crews continue to investigate. Then we had an accident. It's in the final cleanup stages at I-215's West Belt at 2100 North. A closure of I-84 at the Idaho State Line due to weather, but Valley Freeway traffic in Salt Lake County and on I-15 between Ogden and Provo looking good. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. So I'm here on Capitol hill in the old supreme court chamber and i have a suggestion for the legislature my minute of news is next i'm dave Colley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast cold in october of 1985 a woman named sheree warren left work at a busy salt lake city office to meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership she never made it home Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. 
In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.